Hemshechaim Beis, Volume One, Mimer Discourse Twenty-Seven, Azeis, Page Two Hundred, Beginning of Chapter One Hundred Four. Has the sum this Mimer up? Yaakov Osamatseva Vilegal. Okay. The Yaakov created a, 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 a built a. a a marker and not a uh, a heap, right? Which is the Avonazes, as the pasuk. Okay, so where are we up to? We finished now the second interpretation of Svira from the word story, Sipur Hagod, right? And the Sipur Hagod they concluded was the final step that it tells us the story of the hidden thoughts. The words of the Reb Shemtev, which goes all the way up, not just to the root of the Gvul, not just to the Eir HaGvul, meaning the Sherish, the Ten Hidden Spheres, which is the root of the structure of the Ten Spheres of Atzillus, the Mekede HaEiris, as he put it, the Mekede HaSpheres, the roots of the spheres, the sources of them, but also to the Eir HaBliGvul. That Maven Dover Dover, we come to understand that there's also an infinite power, which in the language that he began discussing this in the last few chapters was that not only Das Tachten, we also come to a perception of Das Elia, which means a higher level of Bittl, a Bittl that comes from the perspective from above. So Das Tachten Bechlol is Mamalakalam. So in other words, relatively speaking, the ten hidden spheres is also the root of Mamalakalam. If you want to know the perspective of Dasalian, you go to the root of Sevav Klaman, which is the Eir HaBligvul. Because the Eir HaGvul, at the end of the day, no matter how abstract and how distant it is, it's still, it's still connected to it, has a relationship with Gvul. Because it's God envisioning Gvul. So even if it's really a power of Bligvul, because it's God's power to be able to do anything, and as we learned earlier, Shir Atzmi Bekeach, that in the infinite possibilities and the infinite power, there's also the power to create something finite. But the end, but it's still, at the end, it's ten. It's about ten spheres. So, therefore, you have, you have to say that it is in some way a source for the ten spheres. Even if it is the way it is in the Etzema Nefesh. As we said, it's not, it's, not, it's not shape there, it's not form, it's all one, it's shapeless and so on. But then this era bligvul is where you recognize that there's a divine element that's beyond all of existence. And being that it's beyond all of existence, it also evokes a level of bittel that's not just not tefes makim, that you're subjugated, but that the whole existence is nullified in the presence of the bligvul. And the interesting thing is that one leads you to the next. That's the key thing. Because if it doesn't start from 10 spheres of Atsilas, if you're just going through to faith the Erev Gvul, it's not what we're talking about. You want to have that the Gvul, the structure of existence, through its own contemplation, through process of elimination, the Yedias HaChiyuv and the Yedias HaShlila, comes to understand that there's an Erev Gvul. So the, end of the, so the end of the day is that we're talking about the Gvul has led you now to Bligvul. So that means the 10 spheres of Atsilas have led us to a place that tells you there's something beyond the ten. It's like the 
the, the piece of art that the artist created led you first that there must have been in him that desire for that particular piece of art, but then it also leads you to say that he has infinitely other possibilities that he could have created. So the piece of art has led you now to realize that there's a whole other reality. And compared to that bleak gvul, this gvul is it's meaningless. It's insignificant. Let me explain what I mean by meaning. It's not meaningless. Of course he wants it, so there's a kavon in it. But it's but to compare it to the magnitude, the grandeur of the divine, in that sense, it's, it pales in comparison. So again, it's not meaningless as in insignificant. Is that it, that is that he's talking in context of the bligvul of elokus, the flaw? Inconsequential. In other words, it's um, it's only harder. It's only a. Uh, it's like saying, taking a brilliant person and getting what take one idea of his and say this idea defines him. No. This idea is one piece of, of, of beyond, beyond, beyond. So bottom line is that we, you see, the, be- the beauty of this all in the interface is you want to have existence remains existence, but existence is aware and understands, comprehends something that's completely beyond all of existence. That, that's the bottom line. <clears throat> okay. So that covers that. So in this story we did not have that knowledge? No. Not quite like that. Misper led us, first of all, Misper primarily, as he says in Kalim, and Sipra is primarily in Eir already. So you need the Kalim because Kalim reveal it, as he said. Without Kalim, without faculties, without the, the, even the Chachma Bina doesn't have where to reveal itself. But the main focus is the revealing what's going on behind the scenes. With Misper, what you get to is focusing primarily on number, quantity, which is number of Malchus and Malchus. And that leads you, as he said, as Darkelimnis, and Kulsha Darkelimnis, to the S, that the Misper really. Which focuses on a negative, because it could be that's why counting in this world is not positive. Within it, you come to appreciate, like someone tells you a number, and through that, you go and climb and say, oh, that number reflects quality. To misper the eiris. So it's definitely, it's also an element of spheres an interface, but I would say it's, it's much more about seeing the in quantity, quality inside quantity. And there it does not necessarily reach you to a place that's beyond misper completely. There, the most that leads you is to misper shalei sofar. That the number that is not, that is, uh, that is uh, beyond number. But it's still in the world of uh, structure. He also said, if you recall, the parentheses here, Dagbolos ha misper liyaz bechinus ha mitziyaz de'elamis. Vasipo bedarakal liyaz gil elakuz be'elamis. As he said this in, right in the last chapter. Kuv gimel, parentheses, like a third of the way from the bottom. Page Kuftzadikhas. Yeah, that's clear. And another place to look just for the get all the contact contrast is page Kuf Pebeis. End of chapter Tzadik Dalad. Huh? Yeah, 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 because distinction. So if you look in the page Kuf Pebeis, he also says, Lufizay Yuvan in Asipur Shahbus is Gambadregish Enishem Shaykh in Amisper. And Misper is primarily a Malchus. 
So it also Megala. Remember, the same word Svira has three meanings. Number, story, Behirus. So it's telling you three things at once at the end of the day. Or you could say three levels in Svirus itself. Illumination. We're going to learn now. So now we move on to th- interpretation number three. So after, I think it was 14 chapters, what was the amount? Yeah, I think it was after Sadiq Aleph through uh, here, through Kul uh, Gimel. Would be uh, 13 chapters of discussing story. Now begins in this mimer of, of, of Ayetse, his third interpretation. I've from the word Behirus. So let's learn. Avram Yaakov says, after he's given them the brachas, the Ebishter blesses him with Ufarastah and everything, that everything will be good in his journey to Haran. So he, he, said, he, he establishes a type of like a monument. A marker, huh? Oh, on the way back, yeah, yeah. So that, the end of the end of the right? Yeah. Right, right, right. After he makes the deal with uh, Lavon. Uh, I'm sorry, one second. is in the beginning or the end of Oh, okay. So then it's correct. Then not that because that was the difference. There's also Adhagal. Let me see the Chumash a second. Bottom line is he makes his, he's thanking Hashem. So he says, Evan Hazes, this stone that I place here, this is where the first time Matseva is used. Matseva really means a marker. Um, will be a house of God. That hmm? is right in the beginning. Yeah, 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 this is it. After the dream, and Hashem promises him he's afraid to go. And after the dream, and he's ready to go. Yeah, right after he wakes up. A year of Maneda, so then we ask him a biker. So then we ask him a biker, we can say, Evan is a summer day shop, right. That's where he calls the place base kale. And that's where he says, we have to be shown that the promise in Evan Azesh is something that's every year, basically. The promise he makes that this this house will be basically came. What does Rashi say on this? Oh, it's a whole Rashi, long Rashi. This is also remember this is Harabayas where he was Haramiriya. So this is the pasuk. We have to understand what is the sinyan of this matseva. How does he translate matseva? Marker. The man is chadish bezeh. The God Mashoye betchila Evan stam. Before he says, he already says with stam tiyasav Evan. Monument. Monument. Yeah. Okay. Was, was, and right before it says with stam Evan, right? A few pesukim before when he says. Yes. No, the few pesukim before it says with stam tiyasav. Evan. The Rosh Hashanah. He takes the hat and then he says. Yeah. So he's asking, what's this chadish the matzeva? Before it says already in the beginning, Evan stam v'asa matzeva. Says that he took a stone, Yosem Eisem Matzevim. I'm not sure what the question is. 
Because there also it says, Vyosa Mesa Matseva. No, because before it was Evan that he used to run under his head. No, I'm saying, yeah, but. But it became Matseva. He says, What's the Kiddish? No, I know that, but nobody says, The uh, Gabba what? Okay, so but, but okay, the pasuk also says before yeah, so, so what's the chiddush? What happened from the stone that it became matzeva? What did, what's added? What does it contribute? Also understood that from this stone will become a house of God. How could you build a bias from one stone? Isn't a house built from several stones? And here there was only one stone, specifically. First it says he took from the stones that we put under his head. Like the Chazal say that Rashi brings that it became one stone. So it's one stone. So how could from one stone become a house? A home. Why well, say year? It should have been the future that it will become tia. Oh, not loshen a year is also loshen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's also tia. It should have said teisha loshen a keva. But she kosu kain va even as it's loshen a keva. Mao emre year loshen zocher. My mistake. Not not tia as in also it's also year. Tia that it should have been Lashon Akeva, not Lashon Zacher Yeh. Well, the Hoven calls that Yesh Lagdim Tchila Mashon Zbar Leel. To understand all this, we have to preface what we learned earlier. We preface what was discussed earlier. Base Pirushim Besvidus, B'Shem Svira, B'Shem Svira. Two interpretations in the name Svira: Lashon Misper Lashon Sipur. Expression number and expression story. This boy, and I was, I was explaining the Colossine, I'm misper who became the Eris. Hamel Malam, Chris Misper. Bekalim, comma, sorry. Then the general union of number is in, the, is in containers. The Eris, Hamel Malam, Chris Misper, because energies are higher than number. Because remember, we talked energies, even though there's a Misper of Eris, but this primary thing is Eris, this more Echus, quality. Not not uh, number as we know it as raw numbers as in volume and quantity. And it was explained that the primary confinement of num- of number <coughs> is in the level of malchus. That's interpretation one. The Indian has sipur and sipur story who that the containers know as misper reveal. The energy. And this is also the containers higher than Malchus, where their number is not primary there. So even the Kalim higher than Malchus, they reveal the air. Then he continued, remember the explanation, the Sipur, the next level is Gamasha Klos, Asphiris, Eris, Vikel, Megal, Malakus. And also with the general Sphiris of Er and Kali together reveal the divine. Which means that through this there will be a divine revelation in the world. That was the next. And the primary thing of his story is even a higher level that reveals the hidden thoughts. Which means the ten hidden spheres. 
Sharshayid is the roots of the energies. Vigamagalim, and they also reveal the Sayyid and Sefa Bligvul. They also reveal the transcendent infinite light. The Bligvul. That means the grandeur and the grandiosity, the grandeur of the divine, Hafla. So that's right here a summary of all those, the chapters. You see? It starts first that it's Kalim higher than Malchus, reveals the Eid. All that the Eris and Kalim reveal divine in the existence. They then reveal also the source of the ten spheres, which is the ten hidden spheres, and then they even reveal Eir Ablikvu. Very clear here. Seemingly, what more can be revealed, right? But the plot thickens. So here we go. So Pepe the Kuvdalad, one o four. Hapirish Hagimul Besvira, who Meloshin Evan Sapir. The third interpretation is Meloshin Evan Sapir. Literally, a sapphire stone. Shuhu, made the Inyan Habihiris. This indicates on illumination, on brilliance, actually, is even better. Behirus is a brilliant light. Say, Er Bohir. Bohir, Behirus. Is Er that's radiating or illuminating Behirus. Also clarity. There's a stone that's clear, the light shines right through. Yeah, but clarity can be, I mean, you're talking about how it looks more than just a brilliant clarity. We'll see. Let's, let's see. He's gonna, let's see how he divides it. Cut, color, and clarity. One of the things is clarity. Yeah, yeah, it's the three C's. Yeah, the four C's. Four C's. Clarity. Yeah, don't say brilliant. Vizel lechalik lechalik bechalal lechalik And this is. To distinguish, in general, between the kalim and the levushim, the containers and the garments. We'll soon see where he's going with this. In other words, what is this adding now? Evan Sapir, of course, this is the question. What does this third interpretation add after everything we've had till now? So he says, the first thing is, he says, come to distinguish between containers and levushim. Containers are not, do not conceal on the energy. Garments conceal and hide the energy, the light. Yes. They're like, trans, what do we say? Uh, transparent. Transparent, yeah. Translucent. But how do they conceal it? This can be translucent or transparent. This is not... Uh, Levushim conceal, Kalim don't. Well, so he's, going, he's just beginning to explain. He's going now into a discussion between Kalim and Levushim. That Kalim that says is behirus she'eris amalap boshim b'teicham. Kalim of atzilus are in a form of, of clear. They're basically uh, transparent or translucent. They, they let the light shine through them. She'eris muslapshim b'teicham amulaboshim b'teicham. The energies that manifest or enclose themselves within them in the containers. Ena mechusim umustarim ayodam are not concealed and hidden through them. The contrary, they radiate. They sparkle, they, uh, they shine through them. 
Because a container does not conceal on the energy. Now, if you have your memories correct, you remember, didn't he say earlier that the Kalim can reveal why they conceal? Right? Like Kalim are like Oasis. So obviously we're just beginning the discussion. It's all relative. And as you'll say, it's all one. But not necessarily. <laughs> okay. Imagine a window, a glass. Behira ma'ed. You see, behira here really means, as you said, clear. It's very clear, meaning there's no, it's like a perfect glass. Not behira as in a shining glass. We're not talking about a. Uh, that's what he means here, behira. She'er Hashem she'ever derech ba, the bias, that the sunlight that passes through this glass into a house, meiru mezgal eder ma'ed. It radiates and reveals and the light. Increasingly. Right. And this glass does not conceal or darken in any way, shadow, uh, uh, you know, somewhat shed any, they don't, doesn't any way limit or darken the light because of its, its total clarity. It's like a. If the window, for example, was shaded a bit. Or in any way, a little uh, opaqueish, you know, in, with somewhat limits. But a pure glass is completely clear, you can't have a completely bush. transparent. In bush, by definition, you can't have like that. Huh? Well, he's going to finish. I'm sure he's going to say. Same thing. It's an example. Same thing. The containers of the spheres are a container. It is a glass. Remember, we're not talking about the light itself. They do not conceal on the light. On the contrary, they reveal it. This is an important point, I'm sure, because if you think of a glass, you could say, you know what, if there was no glass, it would also reveal it. But here, clearly there's something being said here, because as we learned earlier, the air would not be revealed without the container. But if you think without a glass, you say, well, one second, if I had no glass by the window, there also the, the light would come in. But we'll get to that. So the example is just... The point is that you want to say there's something else that's not the light, but it's completely not blocking it. On the contrary, it, 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 it glows, shines through it. The Indian of this is the Indian of which we've quoted quite a number of times, as we said, that Ayin Beis seemingly can also be an interpretation of Pasach the different lines. It would be good to actually gather that together, you know? Because remember the Antuchad, he went through all the different that we say Friday. So what does he say? Isa. Antu da fikos Antu. You are the one. Da fikos that you transmit. Nafak. Uh, comes out of you. Emit from you. Esetikunin. The word tikunin literally, we touch tikun can be repairs, but the book tikunin can be levushim. The kunin can be also ornaments. Bottom line, it's some it's, it's ten expressions. Let's put it this way for now. and he called this. Oh, vikarinalahun, yeah, So ten emissions came out of him, Antu, from him, from from Godly, God, from God, and they called ten spheres. So now he's going to explain. 
The ten spheres are called Tikkun. The meaning of Tikkun, literal meaning, is garments. You know, garments, remember, it could also be uh, jewelry. It's also a garment. So what's what's Gaelbus? She shouldn't dress. So so the Tagamutaich is Layistakin. Which means he shouldn't um, adorn himself. Like a woman does. Yeah. It's very important because it's not just it's also like for example makeup. I understand. It's not just it's a jewelry. It doesn't mean not just means it doesn't only mean pants because it's a misinterpretation. Yeah, I understand, I understand. Not pants. He's talking the opposite. Yeah, yeah, fine. Well, the Chayra, the Chayra is asking a question. Why, why, why are we calling Levushim in the name of Tikkunim? However, the Indian is, is, is answering. Yedua, it's known. The Mashakos of Leistak and Gever means Leistak and Gever. They should not. Adorn or dress. Koyal tachshitin, talking on the on jewelry and 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 on ornaments. How would you translate tachshitin? Jewelry or ornaments? Jewelry. Okay. Shaleyuskashet gever betachshiti noshim. That a a man, a zocher, a, a male, should not adorn himself with the jewelry of women. That's also key. Jewelry of women, because there there is men also. Have yeah. Yeah. And even though Takshitim, even though they are also called considered garments, why? Because you dressed it. You know, they, it's not part of your body. Just like a garment you put on, you also put on uh, earrings or a ring or a necklace. They're not comparable to other garments. In this because with this a person adorns himself. They become united with the person. What means united? United means it's more than just a garment to protect him from, let's say, the elements, like shoes. This is shoes you wear because you don't get hurt. Or there's garments you wear simply. I mean, you could also wear beautiful garments, but that, but, but garments can also be simply for, for protection purposes. Here, it's also for beautification. Mispal mehem means uh, you know it's like why, why why would you put on uh, jewelry? You don't need it to protect yourself from the wind or from the rain or from the cold. So why would you do it? Because mispal mehem he gets excited from it. He's uh, affected by it. Misyaf and he beautifies himself through it. And it explains. So this is easier to understand, right? This is Elam Hazen now. But that thing, Elam Hazen is almost like the... But don't worry, it's only a marshal. So don't get too excited. No, but the marshal is meant to help us understand. Because there's two types of garments. There's a garment that's separate. That conceals and hides on the person. 
Nifrid and Miyuchid. And another is a, uni- a, a unified garment, meaning a garment that connects with him. Remember, it doesn't mean it becomes one with him, like in, it's still it's still a, an ornament. You can take it on and take it off. She'enam ma'ilam alav. It doesn't conceal in him adrab megales. It reveals him. Because when you beautify yourself, what you're doing is you want to bring out the natural beauty even more. A garment, and the other type of garment can be a concealer. For example, let's say you can wear a, a big garment and coat and, and actually conceal your weight or whatever it is. Or shape. Like for example, the, the, the garments that a person dresses in them, their whole Indian is to that he should be covered by them. And to conceal himself from another person. It's, it's a covering, not a, a revealer. It depends, yeah, it depends. Hmm? Yeah. Modesty, the for sure. We should walk with modesty, with dignity before God, which is the root of Nisnias, Mahatsna. Dignity. Because they want Kalim of Atsilas, maybe. Now, if it's Atsilas, it's good if it's a revealer. The problem is if it's not Atsilas. And maybe you do want, you know, that's the whole point. Adam and had no garments. Because it was a pure world, they did nothing to conceal from. And so they were just themselves. Like a newborn child, there's nothing to hide. It's the only reason you're using your cover is when there's things, to, because there's a, a busha, there's a shame involved, and there's means something, you're guilty about something. Guiltless people don't have to cover anything. They have nothing to cover up. Like the Rashak, someone once came upstairs and he was like sitting by a meeting about this. Yeah. And he was sitting there and someone said to him, some things are open by you. So he says, by uns is alts often. Everything is transparent by us. Everything is open. Nothing is hidden. Huh? What? Nothing is hidden. It's called, they call it transparency today. In the financial uh, market. When a person is by himself, he doesn't need to dress himself. Like the guy, you know, the guy that someone comes and sees a guy, he's like walking naked in his house. And then he has a tie on. They say, Why, what's going on? He says, no, I'm here alone. Why would I have, what do I need house? What do I need garments for? He says, so why are you wearing a tie? He says, well, just in case somebody does come and visit. The Chelem story, like the guy goes out with an umbrella and his friend is with him and then it starts raining. So he says, why don't you open your umbrella? He says, because it's full of holes. So he says, why'd you take it then? He says, because I didn't think it's going to rain. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we... <laughs> it's an interesting uh, psychology. I mean, we all do these strange things like that. <laughs> you know this? Huh? Like we all have burglar alarms. You never use I don't know about you. Mine has never been on. Just it's, it's like uh, those that are watching Iron Bays and they got to this point, not worried about. No, Iron Bays is a perfect repellent of anyone that's you know because you can't really listen to this with heavy stuff. But they don't know they're gems. That's what we should say. We send out a little uh, YouTube uh, trailer for two minutes and say these Iron Bays classes are an hour and a half, and each one of them is a hint. If you get 
four hints in a row will send you tickets to the next uh, Led Zeppelin concert. What do you think? <laughs> Have people listening through Iron Bays. Like those radio stations, they make you listen. At some point between one and three, there'll be a, a thing. What do you think about that? That's good. I'm still waiting the Iron Bays for the, like, the little like prize. Like... Uh, <laughs> Remember Cracker Jacks? The Cracker Jacks. They had like, used to buy the, <laughs> the final schmata. <laughs> so the kids loved it. Right. It was these bag, bags of candies, like whatever, Cracker Jacks, whatever. And there was always a little toy, which we would not consider a toy. We would consider a schmata. But kids, it's buried in there somewhere. I mean, people love to find treasures. That's the thing. Treasure hunts. You see the point? That's the point, doctor. It, maybe when you get to the end, it's all one. But it's finding the treasures while the journey. That's the that's the real pleasure. We're finding hints of atmos everywhere. That's a good way to look at it actually. That's what we do in our lives. You travel through the world, it's all mystery. You're looking for the little sparks. Here a spark, here a spark, and you, uh, yeah. So between atzma and Lilbish doesn't have to get dressed, kiim the gabe azulas. Only for another does he have to cover himself. Oh, it's mamish thorough here. And also for yourself, because of the cold. In other words, the, gar- the garments is not for yourself per se, it's for some reason, either another person or because there's some outside factor that's causing you to have to dress up because of cold, etc. You know, in the desert, they dress up for the protect from the heat. Yeah. That means, compared to, for, because of something outside of him, you need a garment, to conceal and to protect. To protect him. And now there's several types of garments. This is, this is Ayin Beis, my friends. Everything is thorough. You get a whole encyclopedia now in Levushim. So you can mark chapter 104 is Levushim now. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Can I, I guarantee you, if someone did like a study of Pinigla, what's a Levush, you have all the different halachas and so on. Interesting comparative, you know, all the different types of Levushim there are. Pialachas is also. There's first besides the Levushim of the Kain, the Kain Gadol. There's also... Actually, there it's covered with the Tiferes. It's actually a gilly thing, not a concealment. Oh, that's interesting. Right. Okay. Fine. V'yesh kam in There's many types of garments. V'kamoy levushi ha-reish, levushi ha-guf, levushi ha-regel. There's garments for the head. There's garments for the body, and there's garments for the legs. Ha-suyim that's made from skin. Shein ovim b'yesh, that are very... Leather. Well... Yeah, that they're very thick, especially uh, you're right exactly, because whenever you need, let's say, by the feet hit the ground, you need to have the most protected. So now he's going even further. So number one is levush is for outside of you, not for you, and now he's saying in levush in itself is garments based on what outside fat need you have. No, but it's commensurate to the thing that you need. That's how you build a garment. How you uh, craft, how you, um, what's it called? Uh, you, uh, yeah, you, you create a garment. 
Yidras. Now he's going further. When you say conceal, it doesn't mean conceal, completely conceal. A levush is also, a garment is also commensurate and tailored, no pun intended, tailored, to the mislabish, to the one who gets enclosed, who dresses himself in it. He said, even the, before he said that they're separate, even though that they are separate garments, meaning they're not part of your body. You, you hang them up, you could dress, you can undress. But nevertheless, they're they're according to the measurements of the one who dresses. The dakus. According to the thinness or thickness of the one that's getting dressed, that's how the lavush, basically your weight. <laughs> he was a thinner, thicker person. Size, yeah. yeah, size. But thinner and wider. Thicker. It's interesting, yeah. Wow. Remember, the garment industry was founded on the sixth day of creation. <laughs> According to the opinions that the Yedua, and it's known, the Begimul Chalke HaGuf, in the three sections of the body that we just said, Reish Guf Regal, three parts primarily. There's the head, there's the torso, and there's the legs. Hadiyareish, even you see by toys, you know, you always have these three potatoes. Small potato, the larger one, and the largest one. Um, it just lends itself to some humor, this chapter, what can I say? So we might as well lighten it up. Ach, so Yidua, as you say, Yidua, the Gimuchal, Kehaguf, Reish, Hadiyareish, Dak Yeserva, the head, oh, he said this earlier also, is uh, most Dak. It's the smallest, basically, what he means by Dak. Doesn't mean you're edel. It means uh, smallest. Varegel of biyaser, and the legs are the most, are the thickest. He doesn't mean now the size, literal size. A head. It means to say that the, that the head is is, uh, I guess, it actually does mean more subtle. Yeah, more sensitive. Yeah, and the legs are less sensitive. That's what he means here. Dark and of. Mm-hmm. So I, I correct myself. I didn't mean the thickness and the thinnest. I thought he meant garment. Based on the size of the person, he doesn't mean size. He means based on the on the the type of protection. Like for example, shoes is going to say you need for for feet because that's they hit the ground. The fikachem That's why they are distinguished in their garments as well. In other words, you put on something on your head. It's a different type of garment than what you put on your shoe and your feet. Yeah. Okay, that's correct. So Arish is dakes aregel you're not going to put shoes on your head, basically. Ah, he's qualifying and saying even more so. So even though garments are commensurate to the thing that's being dressed up, and them not just size, we're talking now quality too, the quality. Ah, it's not just that the gar- not, it's not just that the the thing that getting dressed is different, but al piposhet simply will fi'ara chadorish of mechutz. That primarily, that 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 simply said, that the thing that really determines what's the distinction between one garment and another is from things outside of the body. The beregel heilach gam b'mokim refesh v'tit. The leg, the legs take you can walk also in the place of refesh um, v'tit. Tit is. Uh, and mud and refesh is, is, is even uh, dirt. No, refesh is muddy. Muddy. And tit is like 
like a cemented, more, more of a thicker type of mud. Right. Mud and um, your teeth is like when it gets hardened more. Yeah. 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 Right. So, so that so in other words, he's saying he said initially he started saying that the differences also you see that different parts of the body are different edelkite. But he's saying it's primarily it's not just because the leg is uh, so called thicker. The truth is habatayya. The legs are made in a way that they can walk, and the head is not is made to walk. The head's subtleness is not is not a good is not uh, made to conducive to walk on to walk on your head. Right. The legs can tolerate, can absorb a more, uh, what's the word for it? Absorb the impact, absorb the... But the garments, therefore, are much more re- regarding what you walk, what your effect, what's affected outside of you. That's why it needs to have a thicker garment, a heavier garment, a, uh, what's the word, more, a thicker, more, more uh, coarse, more protective, more, more uh, yeah, thicker, to protect him. Whereas, for example, you put, let's say, a crown on the head, or you put a, a cap in your head, a cap is not going to work well for walking on. And the general thing of the Levushim is to conceal, to cover, and to conceal the body. And other medicine before the sin, he did not need garments to conceal his body. Wow. Because he was not yet, he was fundamentally not yet in a state of another. Let's see how he explains it. I don't know if he explains it. The explanation is because he was like a newborn child in his consciousness. He He didn't think of himself like outside of something. So if you think of it like this, he was born, created to be, do what God wants. It wasn't like um, two, you know, I'm me and I'm conscious of something outside of me. That's generally the, the explanation. I don't know if he's going to explain it, but he does, that's what he says. Here. So since garments are for another, another person. Now technically you could say the reason he didn't need it, there was no one around. But he's saying even more. He was not in a state, it's really, of, 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 of another, of anything outside. Because like a newborn child is not conscious of themselves because all they are is what they are. Yeah, Consciousness, right, it means there's you and there's what you're conscious of. Right. Yeah, he was what he was. It's like an animal in a positive way. He's created with everything he needs. He doesn't need to to protect himself from something or to conceal or anything like that. And he was also distant and apart from anything that was outside of him. Means he was distant and separate from anything that was evil. You say, hey, one second, there was no evil. Well, no, there was. Not evil, but there would have been like the Tzatei Vira. Therefore, he did not need garments of concealment. Let's go back to what he said. When a person is alone at home, and there's no cold, and there's no one else, there's no need for garments. Why would you put on garments? So there's sneeze reasons. But there's also reasons for the wind, because of weather. And so on. 
So the bottom line is, garments are a concealer because they're connected to something outside of you that's causing you to have to do something that you wouldn't do naturally. I'll say, we learned the Halchus Tzaniyah, it says, even when you're all alone. That's another story, because why? Why am I all alone? Because you're conscious of sexuality. If you weren't conscious of it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be Tzaniyah. So it's also a Zulas. Not a physical Zulas, it's the, the thoughts. A board, like they said, newborn children, you dress them. That's how you do, but, but they're not conscious of it. There's no real Zulas, that they're, not they, they don't sense themselves. After the chet, so the chet is explained in some places. What happened? He tasted it. Means now he's not. He's now an identity. That's not just um, expression of the divine. Let's use an example. We talk about sneers. We, we don't cover our hands. Adam didn't cover his hands either. What did he cover? He covered his sexual part. Why? So it's not easy to cover it because, because, because that became suddenly aware that this has a power. He suddenly became aware, I have a desire. There's, a, there's an eye and an experience. As soon as you have that, that's the chet. Basically, it's the, the split between subject and object. When a person is you're completely aligned, there's no, there's no two things going on. You are a, a channel, an agent for the divine. So you're not going to feel any type of thing, which is obviously going to be at silas. But anything outside of Atzillus, as soon as you have a choyl, you have two things, there's me and my experience, so yes, I feel holy now. No, but if you had Chava before the Chet, so what? Then, so what? It was basically... No, 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 but Azulus is a godly Azulus, not Azulus as I have a desire or my Taiva or my Yetzirah. It's part of like, I, just like you have eyes to see you know, remember the, the idea of a lust or something inappropriate didn't exist. He didn't have that type of consciousness. His consciousness was that I'm here in this world am I, and to serve God. He had choice. That's why he was able to do what he did. But, but that was the alignment. As soon as he tasted from it, now became a new. He became a new type of consciousness. It's like a person, like let's say a child reads in a book. There's a thing called good and evil. That's not when you. And then there's tasting good and evil. It's not the same thing. Yeah, fine, fine, but good, but that's all. Uh... No one says that there was a world. There was a world, and there was the experience. But a consciousness was not a consciousness. Let's put it this way: the consciousness of something outside of Gedusha, and you're in Gedusha, didn't exist. You were in. They were in. They were in completely. In the world we live in, there's a havdalah, because we, 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 that's how we experience things. There's a duality. They didn't experience duality. There was oneness, basically. Oneness within the duality. Within the world of duality, yeah. Right. So, Achrachet. Here we go. They needed garments to conceal. Now the body is also a garment. So there's a lot of stuff he's saying here. Let's just sum it up so far. So we summed that some of our, he started like this. He started by saying, to understand Behirus, we have to understand that we're talking about Kalim. It's coming to distinguish between Kalim and Levushim. So the Kalim are like a window, a pane of glass, clear glass, that just lets the light through. 
To understand that, he went to a discussion on Pasach what means Eset Tikkunin. He said Tikkunin is Levushin. But why is Levush Tikkun? So he says, because we're not talking about garment, we're talking about Takshitim. It's a higher Levush. It's like the, the garments that are connected with you. So they're revealers. But then, now, that's where we're now, but there are garments that are concealers. And those concealers are primarily because of outside forces. Either other people or other experiences. That's essentially what he said so far. And then he went on to say, that then within garments itself, there's distinctions for that reason. Because of these outside different types of experiences, that's what you need to have different garments for. So even though it's also due to the body itself, the head is a subtler part of the body than, let's say, legs, but it's primarily, proportion, simply, is because the legs walk on places they need to have more protection. So their, their garment is thicker. More, more, more. Uh, what's the word for it? Not resilient. More uh, absorbing. More tougher. They're tougher. And, and then there's garment. And now he went back and said, like Adam Arishan, before the Chet, there was no Zulas. There was no outside experience. And, and even the things outside of him were completely apart. Did not affect him, so he did not need to. Go, he did not need a garment. Think of Kodesh Kadashim being the whole world is holy of holies. There's nothing to conceal. It's all pure, divine. Concealment in this context, we're talking about now, not 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 garments that reveal. Garments that conceal are are distinguishing between two things. This I'm now in a place where I need to conceal something, either because it's cold, because there's others there, there's consciousness, whatever it may be. That's basically what he said so far. That's where he's going now, the goof. Now he's going to say, it could be a concealer as well. Well, what's at his levels? Look, listen, we're going to end up being many levels of levushim, the thickest, and there'll be levushim that are closer to containers. Remember that. That's all. Remember, there's levush machshava, the vidibur, maisa, there are three levushim. So be prepared. This is what he's going to say now. The body itself, even before you put anything, is also a, a, a garment to the faculties within. Dress me, or you dressed me, with air, with skin, and and flesh, and basar, and meat, and uh, flesh. But that type, that body as a lavush, as a garment, is not to conceal. There's not to conceal. There's that within it should be manifest, should be enclosed the life, the energy and life force of the soul, and it should be revealed through the body. In that sense, the body is a revealer. Because all the faculties of the soul, their revelation is through the, the limbs of the body. The organs and limbs of the body. Like the power of sight in the eye, power of hearing in the ear. Without the chemer, the body, the, the substance of the eye, the substance of the ear, there would be no seeing and no hearing. He's going back to literally things he said in the beginning of the Hemshech, in the first chapters, if you remember. Can it? Close your eyes. Can you see? We're not talking about the never. Can you see without with closing your eyes? You, you. No, because I'm in the body already. 
Look, can you see with, with close your eyes? We're not even talking about the, not having eyes. God forbid. Yeah, ready in the body. That's what it then becomes. I mean, it gets. It gets. So that's what he's talking about. The faculties as they are, without the kalim, cannot be revealed. We're not talking about the nefesh. First of all, the nefesh and ruchnius and atzilus. I don't know if it can see like we see. Maybe it doesn't see gashmis. I don't know. It sees the table. Maybe it sees. The, yeah, it doesn't. You have to have something physical to see physical. Is it possible? It's a good. It's a good discussion. I would say it probably doesn't. It may see something, but it probably doesn't. It, it, like, like, like that, that's why. That's why Malach Machol after Simchus What are these shoes? All the Malach. What are these things? They, they couldn't see. They couldn't recognize what they were. What the question is? What they saw? They saw strange objects. It says foreign objects. What does that mean? The Rebbe says in a Sikh and Tafshin Yitas, interesting thing, he says that they saw Gasha, how, how do you see shoes in Ganeid? In Ganeid you see the Ruchnis of the shoes, you don't see shoes. What do you mean they saw foreign objects in the first place? So the Rebbe says that was a Nimna Nimnois thing. You have to say that it was like, because that's the power of dancing in Simchustera, that it actually gives physical shoes. But that but that, that would be an anomaly anyway, right? Because Simchustera, it wouldn't be that they see, no, uh, there's no, they probably do not see the world as we see it. They would see a tree, they would see, yeah. That's interesting, because we always say souls see us, but we don't see them. But what do they see in us? That's good, it makes me feel better, because I thought they see every sin we do. Maybe this way they only see the... It's like, comes a sin, they get blinded. <laughs> Without it, they only see the... You have to say Ruchni sees the Ruchnis of it. No way they can see that. It's like the story with the Rebbe Rashab and the Raza when he grabbed his hand. He says, fire touches fire, it doesn't get burned. When a, you know, he said, what's a Rebbe? That's children, they were playing. So he said, what's, what's that Rebbe? What's a Eid? He says, Eid is fire. So he grabbed his hand and said, if it's fire, why don't I get burned? So he says, when fire touches fire, it doesn't get burned. When flesh touches fire, it gets burned. That's interesting. But regardless, this is an Ashama Beguf. So, you need the kalim. We have the charif amaksha. He's on top. You don't let. It, huh? It's good. It has to be that way because how could how could an shaman come into a room if the doors are closed, the windows are closed? If he if he if he sees the gashmas, he wouldn't be able to go through. The pastor's like he doesn't see the gashmas. Depends what it means gashmas. The question is whether what you know gashmas is itself a gersh shaila. What it is? What's gashmas? There was a chair, they moved. You heard, you know, he said the shlubs, kind of. Yeah, the story. And also, also, they came to visit the doctor. What's the end of the story? The end of the story was that he knew that the, 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 the wanted him to be asleep. But he heard, and she heard him talking to uh, so obviously they, if you open up the door and close the door, why do you have to open up the door? Yeah, no. You go to the Kamehameha, open up the door. Or, or, or by Dr. Rebbe. But it's also a question of how much bizgalus. You know, there's another story, but uh, not for now. I'll tell another time, but there's also a question of bizgalus. Sometimes you could have a gilu of ruchnis that's not so revealed, and sometimes it manifests more in gashmis. Like when Rabbeinu HaKadosh, it says, came to make kiddush for his family, after that manifested clearly in a more gashmis way. When you say, let's say, Elio Novi comes to the Seder, you don't have to say it's gashmis. You could say, but ruchnis he comes. It doesn't have to, it doesn't mean that. No, it says it clearly, because it says by Elio, he comes to all the brisen. But when it comes to Rabbanu Nasava, to save Rabbanu Nasava, Elio says, I couldn't come because I was busy. Uh, uh, with, it was, no, it was, it was coming to save Rabbanu Nasava. He was busy, he was busy by... Uh, Learning somebody else. 
uh, what was he busy doing? No, so the Chassid says the, the, the Kabbalah says the reason is because he, he needed him as a body to save, not just a, by a bris. He can be in two brises and five brises and thousand brises at once because he's only coming ruchnizdik. There's definitely levels of manifestation, but that's already manifestation. Okay, interesting discussion. You know, we, we're so bugushindik, we think that if someone says you see something, they see it like we see it. Lavdavke. So let's say, let's that, that, here's now the question. So when you walk by the Rebbe, what does he see? Size, but they knew you personally. Did he see a light? And every light is different. Or did he see you in the grubkite that you are, that you see yourself? That's the shayla. I'd rather hope, yeah, because I, I we need I don't need help in my light. Well, we need help in the group. <laughs> the person that doesn't see, he's going to go to the Kabring, the Yechidas to the Kabring, and he's going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I, went, I went to Yechidas besides my bar mitzvah, Lamed Aleph, Lamed Gimel, Lamed Four times as a birthday boy. And, you know, we did it completely mechanical. They told him that. Literally the same pan. Like literally copied from the last year. It was a joke. I mean, now I think about it. And we stood in front of the Rebbe, you know, two minutes, whatever it was. The Rebbe would read, you know, the pans were given in before. I don't think I ever wrote anything special there, different. You know, the, the whole, it was just like a copy. And I remember saying to myself, well, we're wasting the Rebbe's time here. But they said, you go, you go, fine, we went. And then uh, Chayel, that year, Lamadal, the Rebbe spoke, he said, he stopped all Yechidus for birthdays. He says, boy, people come in, it's the same thing that last year, they ask the same thing, I say the same thing, and there's no shin. <laughs> um, that was that. But that was his reason? Talk about yeah. It was also getting busier. And, and so in other words, the Rebbe was a kind Rebbe. If he has the time, fine, come in, you want to, you want to play games, because it's good, I'll you. But then, when the Rebbe said it? No, it was shake, of course, standing in front of the Rebbe was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was shaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no one prepared. No one. It was all mechanical. I mean, when, no one told you think about what you really need. No, no one even you know sit down. You're 14 years old. What, could you, what are you going to figure out on your own? You need someone that helps you a little. You know. But then, no, no. It was, I didn't have anyone that helped me. Yeah, you stand in front of that. But, but it wasn't imprinted in your in your psyche. I mean, I stood effective, of course. I, listen. Halavai, uh, halavai. Let's put it this way. Let's be godly to be badsome. Not necessarily. No, no, no. I, I, for, uh, I mean, I behaved that day usually. And the next day. <laughs> the next day. Question, how long it lasted? It was more makiv than primi, I have to say that. Now, that the that, that Rebbe saw me and I'm sure gave me keiches that till today lasts. That I have no shayla. So I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I'm talking about you asking me but later years, Bochrim, there was a chkira by Bochrim. In our days, it wasn't as many relevant, because I stopped already. I was 17, it was my last time I went. But, but I remember then, Bochrim would talk, there was a chkira, whether they should go. Some Bochrim said, what's gestur to Reb? You're doing anything to change yourself. You're not doing anything anyway. He's the same grubber guy, he's saying, doing the same thing. So what do you, so I stopped. So some chkira guy said, you go do something with yourself. Others said, the Reb is the Reb. I am who I am, I come naked to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe, you know, whatever. The true Chesidish guys actually didn't go, by the way. Didn't go. That was the... It wasn't official. What Mashpiyam? They were absentee. <laughs> <laughs> we had absentee Mashpiyam. Who were the Mashpiyam uh, then? Shalom Arozov, Yel Khan, 
Um, and, uh, what did they say? Yeah. They didn't say much. They were detached. I was I'd say? If you want to speak to them, I don't know. I, I never felt I had any mashpim to talk to. I, I could only speak for myself. Maybe some people had. And even then, uh, and how many people today have good mashpim? Many say they have mashpim that are abusive. <laughs> some say they have abusive mashpim. Or, or mashpim. If you ha- look, it's good to ha- everyone should have a mashpia, but the question is, if you find a good one, is the, the right is the right one? You know, it's always good to have someone you can just talk to and get advice that's objective. But mashpia, my mentor, was a little more deeper that can help you, like a mentor, and will help you figure yourself yeah, out a little. Question. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, not just come with a question. What do I do? What, you know, give me advice. That was the best mashpia you could find. You know, we didn't really have it. Was, it was not so. Good. It was not so. It was sad. a bit, a bit sad. A hundred percent, especially today. If everyone had a good mashpia, we'd be in good shape. Anyway, kedem. So here we go. Can nefesh kedem is lapshuse beguf. The nefesh before it manifests in the body, hakeches same b'chinas iskalos. The salmos be nefesh. The keches, the faculties are iskalos. They're encompassed, engulfed. You can say v'salmus and concealed inside the nefesh. V'enim is galim clown. They don't are not revealed at all. Or inyan who? Okay. So what are we saying now? So basically, he just said that the guf is also a lavush, but guf is a lavush. The body, the the, the skeleton, or the, the human body, is a lavush. Is a garment that that reveals because without it, the soul's faculties would remain concealed. So he said v'inyan who? What's the inyan in this? His commission is baralel pedik sadik alav. As we learned before, chapter 91. What was chapter 91? Just refresh myself. Oh, Baratzilas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the whole thing there, yeah. We learned there what we learned. That the air, light, like you brought with a flame there, is in a form of constantly being drawn back and being encompassed in its source if it doesn't have something to grasp and hold on to it, like a wick. There we spoke about Eris and Kalim, how Kalim revealed the air. It was the sec- beginning of the second interpretation of number, of story, rather. Same thing, the faculties. If they don't have a container in which they can be grasped and contained, they're in a state of encompassed Compassment in the soul, in the spirit. You don't at all have capable of any light, seeing or hearing at all. Oh. Okay, he's asking a question, and what it's explained elsewhere. He's not saying that the soul sees what's here. It says elsewhere that the soul does see and hear the calls from above. Chruzim lamaila is what we say in the Mishnah. That every day a basket, a call, a call. Well, like a iu chazir, mazlai chazir. Yeah, but also now. Now, even once. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. So it says, it says in the Mishnah that every day a basket, a call comes out. Oi, different, different baskets. There's a call for tshuva. Yeah, exactly. Elam ben shotayr, and there's another one. Shuva bonim shevu. 
So the Chassidus asked the question. I don't know if he's going to go there. Why is there a call if we don't hear it? Because the soul does hear it. So the soul sees, not only hears, sees and hears the calls from Achruz. Achruz is a is a call, is a cry, is a uh, a declaration. Achruz, Achruzim. Yeah, a loud call. A uh, a, um, a summon. You hear a summoning. Summoning. So that too is through a garment. Ah, that's the answer. It's a garment through, through which there's the revelation of the faculties. In other words, the soul without any levush at all will not hear or see anything. Speaking even Ruchnis, in other words. Because even a soul above, meaning not, not even in a body, also has a garment. So the soul has a garment. It's just not a body like the angels have a body. Now remember, we're not talking about physical bodies. We're talking about some type of manifestation. They say this adakim from the by 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 neshama by malachim. Malachim have bodies, but they come from the very very subtle uh, elements. Elements. It's like fire, in a way. Fire also has a body, but can you touch it? You can't. Uh, water you can touch. Offer. Like you said earlier about Aish. Aish are more, yeah, are more, right. They're, they're more subtle elements. So next time a wind blows, there may be an angel whispering in your ear. Shamas above have no bodies. Like it says elsewhere. But nevertheless, and a soul has a lavush, a garment. It's a, it, and that is a very subtle and spiritual, ethereal garment that does not conceal. And that's why through it, boy, in it, and through it, the spirit is able to see and hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. He started, he's saying that a goof is also, the etzim goof is also levush, but it's a levush that reveals. Because without it, you couldn't see and hear. He said, what about Neshama's see and hear the Chruzim? So he said, that's also Levush. It's just a different Levush. It's a very subtle garment. It's not a body like in a body. He doesn't explain it here, but clearly it's not the same thing. The real difference is, he doesn't explain it here. I would say the difference is here the other way around. Uh, a goof is a more of a confined place. Once a soul comes in a body, he doesn't leave. Once a malach is inside of a body, meaning its body, that's what its role is. It doesn't have another. The shamas that are lamaila don't yet have a designated place. But they need some garment to express themselves or to experience. Yeah, that's the general explanation for it. Gufim is generally more of a, you know, once you're sent on a mission, you're staying in your body till the rest of your life. Because you can change. So the shamas are still in a place of... They're not yet defined yet. So, but they still need. But point that he wants to make is there's nothing that's revealed without some type of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, aid without keli is not revealed. That's what he's saying here. Levushim are a concealing thing, and the body of keli are a revealing thing. Let's continue. Yeah. Now he goes back. That's lamaila. Now let's go back to Anisham and Aguf. Same thing, through the through the substance, through the matter, the matter of the eye, the ear, 
who is galas hakeches the rio shmiya. There's a revelation of the faculties of seeing and hearing. And also to see and hear physical things. So two things here saying saying. Ah, he's answering this. Yeah. In other words, it's not just for it to be able to see and hear, period. Because also above you can see and hear. But it's also the chaymen lets you see, see and hear gashmis. Where in Shama Lamaila is only going to see and hear ruchnis. Okay, so everyone thing needs a keli. The question is what type of keli? Yeah, it makes total sense because think of it like uh, like 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 sunglasses or, or or glasses that shades. If you want to see something or, or those other glasses that you can only see through, you see night 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 vision. So a neshama is a ruchnis is a thing. How is it going to see gashmis? It's So it has to have a chaim. It has to have something that is a filter. That translates Kashmir into Ruchnis. The truth is, when you think about it, sight itself, when I see, we're looking at this table, does everybody see the same table like I do? You see flowers, they're like pinkish white. How do, I, how do you know I'm seeing the same thing you're seeing? Because I just described something that sounds to you. But how do you know what I see as pink and you see as pink is the same? Is there such a thing even as objective? We're seeing like an image of it. We're seeing a reflection. And the truth is, we're really seeing more the subtle image of it than the thing itself. And I touch it. You touch it. What do you feel? You feel the same thing I feel. Probably, right? We shake hands. You feel hand out of hand. It's not so simple, these matters, actually. Because it sounds, you know, we sound, you know, because we live in the Chetzeni, so everything looks like. Somebody sees something from a different perspective. When you see it on, on, if you saw this tablecloth now on camera away from here, you're seeing different than what I'm seeing. You're just far. But no, but you know you're seeing an image of an image, really. <laughs> image of an image of an image. Because if you see it here, it's also an image of the thing. Then you see a camera uh, is an image of that, but it looks exactly the same thing. If I move it, you see it. Anyway, it's the mysteries of uh, perception. Fine. Okay. And this is the meaning he's been saying, that the limbs and, and organs of the body reveal the faculties. That means that they should be revealed. The yuflu, they should impact. Also something outside of them. That's what he's going back to. That Either way, whether it's a revealing garment or a concealing one, it's about something outside of them. <coughs> the faculties of seeing and hearing, for example. They're not they're not commensurate to impact something that's physical. Okay, he's elaborating here. Because the faculties on their own are ethereal. They're not what gives them the ability to experience something that is physical? It's some physical interface called the Kalim. The Evarim. The same thing on a higher level. The power of the mind to conceive. Is also through the substance, the, 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 the matter of the brain. Brain matter. Yeah. Without that, then that too, the whole intelligence would be inside the nefesh, would be encompassed in the spirit. And would not be capable of just 
conceiving of ideas. The comprehension of souls began Eden. Now he's going again above. Same thing like he said with the Chiruzim. That is the comprehension of souls in Ganeid, they do have comprehension. That too needs, is through a garment. A garment that the soul has. Through that, it is, the soul is shaped. That through these garments, the soul becomes shaped and defined in faculties that allow it to have comp- uh, Conception and comprehension. Here too, the same thing. So either always, no matter what, if it's a soul above, it needs a garment to re- experience spiritual ideas. If it's down below, it needs the garment, the body, the brain, to what does he say? That the mind should be able to understand even very crass matter. How could our mind understand crass matter? Our mind is a Spirit think, because it's the physical brain that becomes the interface for that. So all this is basically showing us what? That you need something outside for a garment. Only difference is there are garments that are uniting, and there are garments that are not. Okay, continue here. Harikol inyan agufuliyas is galaseyda nefeshulifal al yodeh. So the whole purpose, the whole idea of the body is it should be the revelation of the spirit of the soul, and that it should, uh, it should, uh, yeah, to the function through it, to to produce through it, to uh, impact, to uh, function, yeah, to uh, produce impact, to work through it, to work through these instruments. Let's put it this way, it's instruments. It's like without instruments, you can't do anything. This is the garment that is united. Yeah. That's what we said right away. The goof is a goof of miyuchud. He said goof. Goof is a Because he said earlier at the bottom of the previous page that there's a levush miyuchud, there's a levush anifrit. He's not yet finished the subject matter. He's just beginning to develop it. So now he says, this is a... The, gar- the body is a levush amiyuchet. It's a garment that's attached, that's united with the body. He unites with it, umagala, and reveals it. And just like begashmius, haguf Like a physical, like we see physically, a body you cannot undress and replace. Not like, like actual garments that you can undress and dress. On and off, and because it's a, it is the united garment. And the same thing is also in its functions. In its functions in relation to the soul, spirit. That the garment, the body is a uniting garment. Its Indian is to reveal, and to bring, actualize, and realize the faculties. Into the depula, into a function, functional. So, what do we sum up from all this? We sum up is that kalim are behiris, not as they reveal, like glass. To explain that, he went to this whole thing with levushim. So far, we determined there's two types of levushim. There are those that conceal, there are those that reveal. But either way, they're for something outside of the essence of the thing. 
Because the thing itself, without another, without some experience outside of it, does not need it. But on the other hand, on the other hand, is the garments that reveal everything. And in this case, we're talking about a goof. The body is like a garment that's united with the... You can't undress or dress it. And it reveals... And also the way it reveals is in a unifying way. It reveals the soul in its real way. Like a garment, even an ornament, as we'll probably learn, is not revealing as much as, let's say, the body and the faculties are. Okay, there's plenty. Okay, it's just beginning to... uh, A whole new long discussion on this. So we'll do the kitzer. Kitzer. Two places it reveals. It reveals the zoos and it reveals to itself, the world. So it goes to the yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Re- yeah, the faculty is revealed and it also reveals the, yeah, the relationship with the physical or whatever it is. So let's say the difference between the head and the leg, he said before, was that number one, one is more subtle than the other, but also their relationship with the things outside of them are different. Similar thing here, I guess. <coughs> and the head has more subtle garments because it deals with more subtle situations. The leg. Okay. Kitzur. Hapirish agimu b'svira. Loshen evin sapir. The third interpretation of svira is from the word sapphire stone. And these are the containers that reveal the energy, the light. Not like garments. And he explained in the Hinduism that there's a, a, a separate garment, like the garments of a human being. Their, their role is to cover, conceal the uh, to cover the body, and conceal it from something outside of it. Then there's a garment that's united, like the body. The organs reveal. Without the garments, without the silvush, without the body, the organs, the faculties would be encompassed in the spirit. And also the revelation of the faculties of the soul, even before it manifests in the body, is also through a ethereal, a spiritual garment. No, well, yeah, that's that's fine. That's he said that. That's another story, right? That's not. I wouldn't bring that here. Yeah. Okay. So we did chapter one hundred four, page two hundred, through the top of two hundred two.